0: Brian Kilmeade is also a uh, worldwide international presence. He is a New York Times bestselling author. He is the uh, co-anchor of Fox and Friends, a nationally syndicated radio talk show host. And now at a new time on the Fox News Channel Saturday nights at 9 p.m. with One Nation. How do you like that new time, Brian? Sounds good. I mean, it's uh, for me, a
1: lot of people go out, come back. So I think it'll be great. I love following Mark Levin. It doesn't really affect me. I I tape a lot of the show on Friday when things break. I come in on Saturday, so uh, I'm all for it. Any any, uh, anything that works, you know. It's Saturday night with college football is a little bit of a challenge. We tend to (laughs) share it. So do you. A lot of people. I would say no. I think New York less. We grew up, and basically, the the only big time football program we have is Rutgers. That's as close as you get. But I found that with Fox viewers, they're real into college football on Saturdays. So the later, the better for me.
0: Uh, although the Deion Sanders-Colorado State game, that was uh, that I was know. a late start last weekend. That threw a little Nine bit 9-3. A... Did you see that rating? I did. I I, I got amazing. 9.3. I, I've never seen a college football game, a non-bowl game no less, get a rating like that. Incredible. Um, speaking of... I, I think this is one of the
1: stories, it's the biggest story, I mean... Uh, I just saw it in the big picture, too. It's like, Dion, one of the greatest uh, players, two sports stars we're ever going to see. We thought we'd see this regularly. We haven't seen it since. And, you know, we used to play in the World Series at the same time he's playing for the Falcons. He plays for the Yankees, and, and which wasn't a great Yankee era. But everybody, including Mattingly, says he's the best teammate. Uh, and he does it. And when he was in college, he did track, baseball, and football. And now he decides to coach at Jackson State, revitalizes that program. And now he's at Colorado. Nick Saban said yesterday, he says,
0: this guy's a really good coach. I the, I think it'd be hilarious if Colorado made him coach the baseball team as well. I think that'd be that'd be hysterical, right?
1: Well, now push yet? He'll probably say yes,
0: and bring I, him to the Suns. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, he would. Hey, by the way, speaking of football, uh, there's now uh, talk that the XFL, which is the alternative league owned by the Rock, may merge with the USFL. You think that's going to happen? And is that the thing that they need to do to ensure I don't know their their survival here? Well, number one, uh, Fox owns the
1: USFL, majority owners, and they're doing fine. I mean, they were lined up for the third year. They're set to go. Their business model was much different. They say, let's practice together in one hub, and it's going to be Birmingham. And the next year, they had two hubs. And they just said, listen, you guys are going to separate – but you're going to be in one facility. We want to pay for one hotel. We don't want to be transporting you guys all around. The league is going to own all the teams. We're going to reject all ownership uh, um, in overtures because we we think we can increase in value. Now the Rock did it different. Rock did it like Vince McMahon did it. You guys go to your cities. Go you know go uh, go form your front offices and you know go out there in your communities. But it's very expensive. They lost sixty two million dollars after year one. USFL was beginning year three. So there's reports uh, back and forth that they're going to merge and, and Roger Goodell is thrilled with it. He is legitimately thrilled because they need a minor league. they know it. and they didn't want to have to make a decision between the XFL and USFL. And now they don't. I think it's going to happen. There's antitrust things. they got to make sure uh, anytime you merge things, you got to make sure there's, there's comp- the comp- competition, you're not wiping out competition for players. you know whatever the product is. You know, if, uh, if all the clothing manufacturers came together and said we're well, just going to be one name, it's going to be all called The Gap, that will be a bit of a problem. Uh, so they want to make sure the whole labor thing lines up. If the labor thing lines up. They get this done in a few weeks. Uh, they'll figure out a name. And there's talk about making it, you know, almost like the old AFL, NFL, play each other and see you in the playoffs. But it's going to happen.
0: Meantime, um, now that the Atlantic City officials are saying the migrants are not coming there, not coming to the international airport, you and I can safely go there. And uh, I understand that we will be doing that in nine days when you're honored at uh, Harry Hurley's uh, terrific dinner. I'm going to be there. Oh, are we going to get to hang it all in Atlantic City, Brian? Tell me a little bit about yourself, Frank, and what kind of things we'd be talking about. I mean, let's let's well, just let's set I, it up. I'd I need love an to agenda. Look, look, well, so I will send you a full proposed itinerary, <laughs> but but I have to know your flexibility in terms of scheduling because I think it, it's definitely worth a a trip to the craps table, but then there's also there's a series of bars where if I can bring you in there, it would make me you know it, w- it would make me quite a quite a local celebrity in there.
1: I uh, no, I look forward to that. All right, I I do have to get to parents' weekend up at yeah. my daughter's college, but we're just deciding whether I'm going Saturday morning or leaving from there.
0: Okay, there you go. That's the move. Leave from there. Leave from there and and we'll we'll paint the town red. It'll be fun. Um uh-huh. all right, uh, on a serious note, um, nine days from now, are we going to see a government shutdown? Uh, the, a lot of the Republicans, not a lot, but a very vocal portion of the Republican conference also seems pretty upset with Kevin McCarthy. There's talk they may oust him. Is the government going to shut down because of these folks? Is McCarthy going to be ousted because of these folks? What do you think? Okay. Uh, I don't know about you. I have no patience
1: for people who say, I don't want to talk. I don't want to see or I'm not voting
0: for it like Matt Rosendale. uh, I love that uh, interview that you did uh, yesterday. Uh, By the way, if people uh, didn't hear that, here's a a little bit of uh, of uh, Brian Kilmeade and uh, and Congressman Matt Rosendale going back and forth over the. over the C R, actually, uh, I uh, don't have that. Oh no, here it is. Okay, this is really good on Fox. How long is, Let me hold the how long, you, speaker, how, how, how long is Speaker uh,
1: Speaker McCarthy had the job? I think that you're, you you uh, had a Freudian slip just there. Okay, we're seeing no, no work, Freudian slip. How long is Speaker McCarthy out? had the job? We're seeing the same kind of work ethic come out of Speaker McCarthy as we saw out of Speaker Pelosi. So you, have, you have, have no more, and I'm you not going to support that. So in In other words... If you have colleagues that you respect, like Chip Roy, you obviously don't like Speaker McCarthy. If people like Chip Roy and Scott Perry, like. well, no, no. it's not about who What's I like. It's not about who I respect. Okay. Brian, it's about doing finish. the job for Let the me American finish, people. Twenty percent, Scott Perry, Brian, and and Chip Roy said, "I need another month," and you say, "I'm not giving you another month." So the government shut down. Who get blamed? Right. till the government shuts down, who gets
0: blamed? This is about messaging. That again, you're you're getting back to what this is all about. It's about messaging. I'm not clear on what the message is, Brian. The message is, uh,
1: you know, uh, we all have th- goals, and every day we compromise on a daily basis, personally and professionally. Uh, compromise doesn't mean you sell out. So he just said, I'm not going to do a continuing resolution. And if there's a bunch of people combining with Democrats in order to do something underhanded, I'm all ears. So show me what the, what the plot is. But Kevin McCarthy says, let's get a continuing resolution that includes border additional border funding. Uh, and they get us through October 31st. And then we get this, so appropriation bills done. Then you go to conference with the, Dem- with, with the Senate, which already did their appropriations bills. They should have done these appropriations bills. If we're not done with what we're doing and we're supposed to go back in September. No, we start in August. You these committee chairmen should have been working the phones. You got Zoom, making sure that their committees produce the appropriations bills. Having said all that. They work together to come up with a continuing resolution to fund the government for a month defense and your and your investigation of Hunter Biden. If you you are on a roll right now, the Republicans are because the Democrats can't get out of their own way. If you shut down the government, you give everybody a total pass. The House, which is in, in, in uh, it's going to be hard to keep. Now you could turn around if you Keem Jeffries and say, look at these guys. They've had the job for nine months. They shut the government down. They can't even pick a speaker. They can't get along on a 30-day extension of talks. And now the average American in purple districts, many of which are listening to us right now, in New Jersey and New York, are going to say, you know, I'm not giving, it, I'm not giving uh, these guys another uh, two years. I'm going to go with Democrat. They, they at least go orderly. You know, they at least didn't shut down the government on me. So just give yourself 30 days. Get the appropriations bills done and Continue. But these guys that go there and just make a stand like Ken Buck, I'm not going to look into Hunter Biden because this is Hunter's problems, not Joe. What? Have you been paying attention? So, yeah, that's bad. I'm going to write an editorial. I'm going to blow up the Republican Party. And then Ken Buck goes, I'm not voting for a CR. Well, what are you doing? You know what are you doing, Matt Gates of all people said. Oh yeah, I'll I'll do this. Uh, we got we need thirty more days, Matt Gates. Matt Gates. If Matt Gates make you seem radical, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're on the wrong side of this issue. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job; it's a calling. Agents answer the call. Working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov/careers.
0: Uh, Brian, so the Democrats could be in a position here if they do go with the, if the Republicans do go with the motion to vacate. The Democrats could be in a position to either oust McCarthy or help save him. What do you think they do?
1: Where are you going? Steve Scalise is dealing with blood cancer. He's the guy that maybe they think they could do a good job, but they'll blow up Steve Scalise too. Steve Scalise go in there and he'll go, okay, uh, rule. And they'll go, okay, the moderates say this and and the real conservatives say this. And he'll go, okay, I need a compromise. They'll go, no, we're not going to compromise. Let's get rid of Steve Scalise. I mean, have you ever seen such short-sighted people in your
0: life? I mean, not with this amount of power. No, uh, you can absolutely understand it. Hey, uh, give me your quick take on the Merrick Garland hearing yesterday. Uh, I'm amazed.
1: I mean, he has he has the Joe Biden short-term memory loss. I don't really know if I met with the FBI. My grandparents came from the Holocaust. Of course I wasn't uh, surveilling Catholics. Yes, you were, and I'm sorry about your grandparents. One thing has nothing to do with the other. And, you know, he was defiant and oblivious. Do you really think he's – why did you keep David Weiss on after he took five years to to cut a bad deal that was only not done because we had a competent judge? Well, I don't know. Why get somebody else? Why get somebody else? I mean, his answer was every time he brought up a case. I told the Senate, I told the Senate I would not get involved in the Hunter Biden investigation. But yeah, but you were involved because whistleblowers saying that it was stopped every step of the way as they started moving forward. I mean, the latest revelation is a separate uh, a separate prosecutor who said that they could not get cooperation from adjoining districts in order to pursue Hunter. David Weiss couldn't get in cooperation. They said, well, were you upset? He goes, yeah, I work for David Weiss. He goes, was David Weiss upset? Not really. So that backs up that Merrick Garland is not telling the truth. He said David Weiss has free reign to investigate Hunter on foreign business dealings, on uh, not paying taxes, and a gun charge. Now, two whistleblowers come back and goes, that's absolutely not true. I'll give you examples. And then you got this other prosecutor yesterday go, I couldn't get any cooperation. I'll give you some examples. And then he says, I told David Weiss he could do whatever he wanted. But two days after his case blows up, now he gets this special prosecutor status, which the whistleblower says that he was told by David Weiss that he couldn't get even though he requested. So someone's not telling the truth. And, and you just sit there and you wonder, can I get Weiss? and the whistleblowers and Merrick Garland together for the sake of the American people.
0: Brian Kilmeade, um, he's going to be interviewing former Vice President Mike Pence today. I'm sure that's going to be an interesting conversation. Thank you as always, Brian. All right, Frank. Stay within yourself until I see you uh, next Friday. I'm excited. Hang out. I'm excited. We'll paint the town red. I'll I'll give you the craps lesson of a lifetime. Believe me, you're you're going to be. I don't don't even know how to gamble. I know you will. Trust me. After after this, you're going to be a total degenerate after this trip, Brian. Believe me. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Maybe I'll even start uh, smoking pot like the rest (laughs) of New Jersey and New York. (laughs) See you later. Thank you. Uh, 15 seconds of fame. Straight ahead. Other Side of Midnight.